And on the last episode, we talked about Benny and Barty Hill. Not to be confused with the Rubbles or the Flintstones. These, um, when last we left off, we had just gone through kind of the basics of the sighting. And not so much the abduction. We skirted a little bit around that. We got into some... Uh, a little bit, hypnosis a little bit but not a lot we got it we just wanted to get laid, laid the groundwork for the sighting first and the windowed ship <laughs> so so now we get into where they disappeared well well upon their upon their return betty starts to have dreams now these dreams are that she's in she's in abduction she's being taken aboard a ship there are some terrible nightmares they've already made the report with NICAP, Project Blue Book, it's been a couple years, and this all happens within the span of a couple of years. And and I've read captured by her niece, and it goes through the transcripts of all their stuff, and it goes through their uh, hypnotist, where they went through one, and then they met Benjamin Simon, who I guess we should start off with where her first their first inkling into hypnosis. Yeah, I'd like to know about the first guy because I don't, I don't remember there being two. What's up well, there the was, there guy? was, there was one they first met. There was a guy called Sweat Major or Colonel Sweat Major Sweat. I don't know. Was, uh, which it doesn't sound suspicious, commander. suspicious at all. But he was a commander. He was a commander, <laughs> Commander Sweat. I like. That. I don't know. <laughs> I, just know I just know. I just know it wasn't sweet. I just know it wasn't. I know it wasn't a uh, Keith Sweat. Yeah, no, <laughs> could be though. It'd have been funnier that way. They meet him at a church. They go to their Unitarian church to tell about their UFO story, and in that church are is this um, major. Well, I don't know if he's a major. We're gonna look that Commander. up real quick. <laughs> and Commander Sweat. Yeah, there you go. He's a general. Well. He was a, he was a military guy. Yeah, he, he he had a mop in his hand. Maybe he was the janitor. Well, no, he was he was he was there. He was there at the Unitarian at the Unitarian Church to read about to read his poetry. Which, he's the, he, he's he's also a hip, hypnotist. And he was also and he was also an amateur hypnotist. <laughs> All right, go on. You know, not quite the professional trying to believe this shit but go on <laughs> well they they run into a lot of people here they run into a uh they run into this guy sweat they run into cia people they run into air force people they run in i mean this this they really had a quite a um so but but the air force couldn't do anything with a hit they they obviously have that's all they can do well they can just recommend make recommend you to a hit hypnotist i mean right. couldn't you think that they could I don't know. Interrogate you a little more than that? Yeah. Uh, 1963 is when they first disclosed their encounter with a group at this Unitarian church. Now, what do we know about Unitarian churches? I think that's just like a free-for-all thing. Nothing. Right. They're, just, they're, they're, they're pretty much anything. It's Unitarian. I feel like it's... I don't know. I feel like it's it's, it's a very loose kind of, loose kind of religious in, uh, environment. But captain, he was he was Captain Sweat, Captain Sweat, amateur hypnotist and poetry aficionado. And Captain Sweat was uh, 
was not sure that he could do the job of hypnosis because it was not it's not an easy thing to do and might be completely fake well if you watch the videos i'm telling you i told you last time they're standing up they're not even laying down like being hypnotized they're standing there and all of a sudden they're in some kind of a trance or something i don't know i mean i'm trying to believe this but <laughs> i really wanted to and by the way before we started talking about this i was 100 percent. this has got to be true i believe it the more we talk about it, it just sounds bad shit crazy well they're going hey, in amateur hypnotist well, this is—they never get hypnotized by this guy. He doesn't—he doesn't think he's—he doesn't think he has the—he has the capabilities to effectively help them. Because one of the things is—is is that the Air Force didn't know anybody. Well, they—they—they they, they hooked up with—they hooked up with a, a psychiatrist, uh, Benjamin Simon. Benjamin Simon's got all kinds of all kinds of credentials. Like this guy's a top-notch yeah. guy. Yeah. He happens to live around them, or at least within commuting distance. Which commuting distance to Barney is not bad because com- commuting, he's he's going from Portsmouth to Boston yeah. to be a post up postman every day. So he's driving far. He's missing his two kids. From, he's missing. Let's let's look at this guy right now. He goes through this. He goes through this experience. He's got the wife who is having dreams. She seems to be. While she says she's not enthusiastic, she seems to be enthusiastic about the UFO stuff. He doesn't really own a part of it. He's in a, he's in a relationship where he's got to look out. Like he, when he was going across the border, he's worried about well the racial makeup of the country. He's worried about how people are going to treat him. He's got ulcers. He's got stress. He's missed his kids. All these kinds of things are happening. And I get seems like it would be a very stressful situation, a very stressful kind of time. And he's from all accounts seems to be a very easygoing guy. So I'm thinking maybe he's bottling stuff up. Agree. <laughs> so that's he's the story that he he does bottle it up and denies it right well he's got this he's got these health issues and doctors think that it might be psychosomatic yeah when he died he was uh in his 50s when he died no i think he was like yeah, 49 yeah he was sometimes like, yeah so right around he's there. young yeah he's not well i mean you know young in 1961 i don't know <laughs> watch the twilight zone <laughs> i mean they're supposed to be in their 20s and they look like they're easily in their mid-50s well, I'm assuming it's your because your your diet is just bacon fat and palm malls. <laughs> True, bacon so, fat palm malls. <laughs> they're worried about they're worried about the about the hypnosis, and they take and they figure out and they go and they sit and they're setting them into different. They 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 hypnotize them in different areas first because they want to parse the stories out together. Now, what I find interesting about this hypnosis regression, and they get them in, it says that Barney and Betty were both very receptive and were very good candidates for deep, deep, almost somnambulist state of hypnosis. Why? Uh, Well, they say there's a percentage of people that are. You know, some people are open to it, some people aren't. It's it's the levels of what, it could be attention. I've read that sometimes it is... If you're able to get lost in a book or lost in music, that may indicate that you're a part of your brain is more receptive to going into these trance-like states. And it is, and, and it, I, there I are things which, yeah, sure. but there are things. There are people that have said you have to want to to be hypnotized, yeah. which I'm sure you have to give yeah, yourself you can, up to at a certain degree. You're going to have to give yourself up. Yeah, you could probably fight it off if you really wanted to. But there are some people that are even with that, are more capable of going into a deep, deep trance to then go into these regression, 
these regressive memories and be able to relive the memories as if they are. Now, I'm not going to say they're wrong or right, but. And, and, and of course they did it separately. I mean, you wouldn't interrogate, uh, you know, you, you, police don't interrogate two people at once. Okay, but. Because <laughs> yeah, the other person would be like, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, whatever he said. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that's true, but UFO investigators and UFO investigations are not soundly no. made in right decisions a lot of times. A lot of times they're they're just completely clouded with the interviewer being there or people pushing the topics. So Benjamin Simon, who has a sweet picture where he is taking his, uh, probably you'd say like his professional picture, holding a, I don't know, maybe six-inch Swisher Sweets kind of cigar. <laughs> I'm not. Well, yeah, he's, but he's a uh, what is he? He's a commander. Well, no, he's just a scientist. So he's just carrying this giant. He's like that's how much he was into smoking these cigars that he wanted. Said my professional picture. I need the cigar in it. <laughs> that <It's>, or a pipe. <laughs> it's gonna give me that look of professionalism I've been I've been yearning for. Uh, it's the only reason I believed uh, Faces of Death was the the guy that had the pipe behind the desk. Who knows? Looks like he knows what he's talking about. Well, that's part of the, that's half the battle right there. Is there's nothing like a tweed jacket to really to really show your smarts. Cool mustache. So they go in and they start off with a baseline. They just want to go over the first the first kind of way that they went, like they're before they even saw the craft. How did how did how were they doing in Montreal? Where were they going in Montreal? How did they you know go into a trance? Yeah. Tell me about what happened separately. Their stories don't exactly match, which then gets you into the idea no. of. Well, and they don't match. It's not they don't match in a bad way. They don't. They just they don't match because in the, with these hypnotic regression, you're rebuilding, you're rebuilding memories. But that doesn't necessarily mean that those memories are real. You're just you're you're you're, you're piecing together things and dreamlike qualities. Like she's well, having dreams of all these things happening, but now there is no there is she's having these dreams, and supposedly Barney has no idea what these dreams are. So he could be infusing her dreams into his conscious mind, his unconscious mind as well. Yeah. So they're trying to re, they're trying to they're trying to restructure they're trying to restructure these two hours that they lost. She's already having the dreams about it now. Is it the actual thing that's having through that's breaking through, or are they starting to fill in the gaps with fantasy, with imagination, with wishful thinking? I don't think so. There was an episode of no. There was an episode because, the, because before this, the history of them, there's no strange behavior or anything, you know, odd that we'd say. Yeah, well, maybe I knew they were crazy uh, twenty years before that. There's none of that. Well, it doesn't there's, necessarily have to be crazy. So, they can just have an instance right. where it, it can have a traumatic instance that then, for whatever reason, Positive. shuts down shuts down two hours of memory and they fill it in with something else. Now that could be that could be one theory. Now there was they there was an outer limits episode. Called like the Bolero effect or something, something similar to that, where they have an, the classic alien that really resembles what they describe. Blue lips. They all do. Yeah. But this is, but you got to remember, this is before that's a popular thing. Oh yeah, way before. This is not the great. The, the, the great aliens aren't. You know, this isn't Close Encounters. I, they, this they, is, they're probably the first to actually describe physical abduction. I right? well, this is the first to describe physical abduction. I think it's the first that. Yeah, they really get. They describe the occupants, 
And the occupants are not, they're, they're great. You know, the blue lips, they look somewhat human. They got the fancy outfits on, the biker hats. You know, like we discussed, they're pulling levers. They're doing oh. stuff. <laughs> levers. <laughs> and, when they, and when they say they seem oddly, oddly human. But wait a minute. Yet they can, they can fuck with your brain to make you not remember anything. But they're up there wearing hats and pulling levers. And... Well. So. But they can do that. We can get into that the now. One added. Yeah, yeah. One more thing that they can do. Well, let's set up this basic kind of thing. There's this very basic thing that says that is this an event that is triggered by something real or is this something that is in their psyche and they have filled this in and made this story all up because she wants to be part of a UFO. They may have a stressful thing. Something may have happened. I mean, they've got the roadblock. They've got the sun in the road. They've got the ship with the windows. Lots of stuff going on. So they go from Montreal. They also, does she, let me ask you real quick. Does, she, does, does the niece still own the dress she is abducted in? I don't know if she owns that. I did not see that. I know that there's, we'll get into that, but there's, there's some physical yeah, evidence. Right. <laughs> yeah, the you physical know. evidence stuff is really, really. There's gone. really, there's really two big physical evidences. So let's let's go with this. Let's say they let's say they they have this trip. They see it up. They have their memories memories wiped. They get back and they find out that there is, you know, they go back and they see what is the physical evidence of this. Now, obviously, there's not a lot of physical evidence. There's no landing marks. There's these spots in their car that had the compass that moved that are no longer that no longer exists. Faded out. Don't happen. The watches that they that both stopped. Um, supposedly the same time although they can't confirm that they were stopped at the same time because they were winding watches and they both just thought their watches stopped but they never worked again but they were not we do not know what time they were set on so we don't know if they stopped i guess my question my, 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 my question again you bring up the watches is always this where are the watches i i you gotta always want to go okay well hey this was uh this is the clothes they're wearing. This is the watch. There's something has to have survived the abduction. A pair of shoes. I, I don't know. I, well, they I, had I that. Know. They had that. They're but, on her dress. This is. Then this is. This is curious to me because they said on her dress. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's go and they take them in from the regression. From their regression. From their regression into these memories. And there's Barney is crying. He's scared. He's terrified. Yet they both say that they have a. I wouldn't say pleasant, but they have a congenial visit with these people, even though they're terrified. (laughs) She is, they're both taken into separate sterile rooms where they're doing tests. She gets the navel poke. He gets the semen. They count vertebrae. They give him possibly venereal warts. And and how many days after this do they tell the Air Force about the physical... I mean, actually, they don't remember any of this until after. His no, month. this is a couple of years. This is the, the, the this yeah, stuff so doesn't this stuff doesn't years, come to so, light. This right. stuff doesn't come all to right. light. She's been having the dreams, and he supposedly doesn't know anything about the dreams. I got all right. Hey, I'm just trying to think of anything to say. Hey, here's the watch that he had. No, well, she they, the so and with DNA nowadays, couldn't she literally figure out if there's something that's not of this world? On well, supposedly damn. they had some kind of red putty or some kind of thing that was uh, that was that was on the dress. <laughs> He had he had he had scuff shoes. The dog got sick. Um, they broke her zipper because uh, apparently aliens can't figure out zippers. 
they then they drive UFOs like the Hindenburg with levers. You know, I mean, there Go is on. a there is a good you know maybe there's a good chance they're way past it, person. You know, Velcro is no longer it. It just seals, like vacuum seals with your mind. Possible, I guess. Unlikely, maybe. Listen, if if the niece was at a uh, Comic Con Q and A in a back room of some hotel, I'd raise my hand and say. <laughs> don't you have anything physical that one of them wore? Because the dress was the most famous thing, right? And well, and the, well, the scuff, well, there's the scuffed shoes, but the scuffed shoes okay. could be anything. The scuffed shoes could be he was. You're, they were walking yeah. around the field at night. I mean, you could you could That's say true, okay, two, I'm just two hours. Saying that if you listen, unless we're talking about aliens that are wearing biker hats and pulling levers, I don't think that if you went in, if you were on board of any spacecraft. And you have anything that you wore or had at that moment, whether it be a watch, whether it be a, a dress, whether it be a scuffed shoe, that <coughs> they will find something that's not normal to be on that. I mean, <laughs> they're pulling levers and wearing biker hats. <laughs> they're not running a, uh, a pristine uh, surgical room, I don't think. Well, but they are. It's a sterile room. Well, and they well, don't. And they also is, don't. And they also. Well, she has to explain. The, she certain. She explains certain certain things to them. Now we're not going to get into like the transcripts of all this stuff because we're just talking generalities a little bit. We're going to pick on some things. She says she has a good conversation with the leader. Who's uh, she's a petite woman. He's a bit bigger <laughs> oh, yeah. than her. He's like five feet four or something like that. Now, um, <laughs> you know, I don't think either Barney or Betty are. Uh, you know, they're not movie stars. They're just average looking folks. I mean, I don't know why there's there's such interest, but maybe there's so maybe there maybe the interest stems from the fact that they are that part of their brain is easily transable. So maybe maybe somebody up upstairs, some somebody flying around says, "Oh, I can identify this from you know a CAT scan without a machine," and I see, "Oh, they, these people can easily be trans. I can go in and wipe their memory, and then uh, I don't know, fiddle around with their teeth and their armpits and their stuff or whatever, you know, <laughs> check their anus out. I, I don't know." Yeah. While they're wearing biker hats and pulling levers, I, but but the the you know the uh, the downside is that if they're if they're so brazen that they're going to land and just pick people up randomly, unless it's uh you know the the Truman Treaty, right? Is if they're just going to pick people up randomly, then I don't. Why would they even give a fuck? Like, we just we can't state this enough that if someone is doing this, if they can travel dimensions, if they can AI, however they get here, right? However they get here, they just get here. I don't really well, think I don't think this is Star Trek. I don't think they really care if we're no if if, if we're <laughs> impacted or has, not. Excuse me. She has more um, the 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 stuff about what in her hypnosis is uh, you know here I am I keep saying I don't you know this just sounds batshit crazy. You know, I want I wanted to believe, but her stuff is more believable in some of the things she says. That how the hell would she know that? Some strange things, right? Okay, I mean, let's let's get it. Let's let's. What are the three strangest things that she would? Well, know? The, the first is the, it's the number one to me would it's uh, the star thing. Okay, the star map maps out the, Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> again, we're talking 1960. What was it again? <laughs> 1961. All, All right. right, 1961. Might as well call it 1959. Might as well call it 1842. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, at this point, how would she know that? And that's a strange. I don't think. Okay, so know, let's so let's go with the star map. Let's start. Let's start. With, one, so, maybe. the uh, her alien captors 
or, you know, I don't know, <laughs> landlords for the day. Uh, mm-hmm. She's talking to them and has a, a, a nice conversation. And she says, hey, I want to get proof that this happened. So I don't look like a crazy person. And this yep. this alien goes, hey, you know what? Okay, I think we can do that for you. Which uh, the rest of the story then is, is weird <laughs> for that. But And and she sees a book with a, that's columned and it is written out in, it has strange writings in it. And which kind of made me think of the panels of the supposed Roswell craft, but the um, it goes it goes in to say she that then the leader is overruled by a bunch of tinier guys, and they take the book away from her and they say no we're going to make sure you don't remember any of this. So at one point some dude was, some dude was going to be like no nah, I don't give a shit what this chick thinks just let her give her give her a book give her an alien book it's cool nah you know. <laughs> So they decide to not do that, and after, and after they have this pleasant conversation, you know, or you know, they 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 stick. It could be the Bible. It could be their Bible, and they're laughing at you, going, oh, "Watch this." Oh God! <laughs> Maybe so they'll believe it. Yeah. Maybe they'll believe this shit. But that's I would be. <laughs> I would be more inclined to believe that they are inter, inter, uh, interplanetary Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> than scientists poking around at indentures. <laughs> so they they, they count they count the, each of them they count the vertebrae they count their vertebrae they hold Barney down they count his vertebrae they get some semen which you're you know some, you're gonna want to get semen you want to get reproductive organs because right you know everybody's got a party now how did they retrieve the semen <laughs> I bet you can't answer that one <laughs> I mean I have no idea another long needle yeah or maybe just a uh you know, smoking hot alien woman just jerked him. <laughs> it could go either way. I suspect more. I suspect more likely they just uh, they fiddled around with their their magic instruments and extracted right. extracted a swimmer. <laughs> so they talk to her and she says, "Hey, where are you from?" Which is, you know, I think that's a pretty good a pretty good question. And they look at her and they go sarcastically, "Where are you from?" You know, kind of this, "How you doing?" kind of thing. <laughs> and they show her a show her what uh, what is described and what appeared to maybe a three dimensional star map where it was insisted, which sounds pretty cool. It sounds like a hologram, which would be pretty, right. which which you know I don't I don't know how the you know the holographic technology which, which was pr- which which proves to be true, which does not necessarily. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> it 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 proves it proves on, to it proves to look good. Now, there isn't there They're was a disguise. That's all she got out of it. <laughs> well, no, there that it, it, Marjorie Fish, who was a who was a member of Mensa and an amateur astronomer, spent years going after this map, rendering it, putting everything together, seeing the binary systems, and it came out to Zeta Reticuli. Yes, Zeta Reticuli, and it is an impressive feat, and it does look very similar, and. Astronomy Magazine almost went out of business because of an article about the Zeta Reticular Incident and Benny and Barty Hill after they went through and looked at the math and went, this is ridiculous. We do know, though, for sure now that the star system is... There is a star system, but but Marjorie Fish herself in 2013, uh, before her death, uh, rescinded what she had said because she said the binary stars would have been too close to support life. 
what kind of life? I mean, it's another ridiculous subject. Well, I think it's there. If if you go, there was a, there's a long, you mean long, kind of exactly like ours who breathe. No, no, no. There's 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 a there's a long I mean, there is a on. there is a long article. You can go to astronomy.com, uh, and I'll, we'll put the links up there. That there are certain stars, and you, it, it goes through like M class stars, you know, from Vega, to all kinds of stars, and you know the hot the brightness of stars and what happens and how these stars would be so bright that they would only support for so long because they burn fuel and they burn out quicker, and you'd rather have these that turn into blue dwarfs and yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of stuff with uh you know with M equals X over two five nine sixteen. Yeah, a spaceship. lot of stuff that we think we know a lot about that we probably know nothing about. Well, okay. that, no, that but there are a lot of guys. That, there, a lot, there, there, there are a lot of guys that know math and know that thing. Now, it does it does look incredibly impressive, but it has been somewhat debunked. But the fact that it's even close, I think, is impressive, and that is an anomaly in itself. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the the yeah. uh, the doggone tribe in Africa that had the uh, the binary star system. Well, and, and and discover that before we could even know. Well, a strong word to call it close. <laughs> close for us that we can see. Well, yeah, because it's, it's, well, this is, I mean, you're looking at, this was supposedly 37, 37 light years away? 3,700 light years away? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Real far, but, but closer than a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they treat, they treat them nice you're and, and, so, and so scare the shit out of them. Is what you're saying. Hmm? It doesn't match, is what you're saying. It the star system doesn't. It's close. It doesn't. I mean, it looks. To, it it, it looks. It looks. That. It looks close, and it looks like something. But it's from actual astronomers. They don't buy into it. Even the woman right, that did well, it kind of, kind of, kind of pulled back a little bit of it towards the end. Like because the guy we that says, oh, I see a house in that drawing. The other guy goes, oh, I see a big penis. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you could you could probably take a several several points several points several dot points, and make a star system. True. Now this That's to me the, the 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 reticuli one that that really. That's a curious thing. I and I think there are a lot of curious things. I'm not gonna I'm not willing to say this is complete fabrication because I don't think it is fabrication. I think they do believe. Much of what they say, that, yeah. But I don't know if that's because of regression and memories and ideas, formulating and connecting other things. I mean, for all we know, they could have been stopped. For all know, they could, they could have been stopped and attacked and raped and by people, right? And then yeah. and then it would be so traumatic that they then created this whole other other story in their head. You know, I'm not going to say that's the case, but I mean, you could anything could happen. <clears throat> You, you, you could say that because, again, I mean, we're going to talk about this all this time. It's like, where is any little bit of physical out of anything, anything that I could even think that it might be physical evidence? But at this point, all we have is two people being uh, disappearing for, again, I keep saying a couple hours, big deal. And saying that that's what happened, not really knowing what happened, and only evidence is what through hypnosis. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And 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 it was and it was and it was it was there are there are people that have you know look at Carl Sagan looked into this. J. Allen Hynek. Yes. I, you know, the gentleman that read wrote, wrote the book, 
well, that was more of a that's more of just a timeline of it. But people looked into this, and John G. Jo- John Fuller was the guy who wrote the Interrupted Journey, which is a 1966 publication of the book. So between 1960 and 1966, they already have a book, and Barney was on um that show where they talked about if you're telling the truth to tell the truth. <laughs> He was on that side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that on YouTube. So they are so they they become celebrities. I once they once once oh, yeah. once they're out, they become celebrities. Yeah, and that kind of even that started. I started thinking. Well, I mean, you try to believe, you try to believe, and all of a sudden the guys on to tell the truth. Interesting <laughs> thing. Um, this is just a Wikipedia thing, and you know, I mean, it's a payday. If they told me they'd pay me. Two thousand dollars to do it. I, well, I never found I anything. Know. I tried to look up the hits, the hills net worth, but I kept on getting Betty, uh, Betty White's net worth, which is completely different. <laughs> and so there's a guy, Jim McDonald, who was a resident of the area where the hills are supposedly have had the thing, and he said that uh, that what they had was in Cannon Mountain was an aircraft warning beacon, much like a. Spotlight that we had dismissed in the last episode, and he said they could have they could have mistaken that. I still find that to be very hard. Yeah, and that me too. I think it's uh, you know, like it's kind of like the planet stuff, the things like that. I'm, I'm giving them, I'm going to give them the leeway of that they didn't mistake a planet for a you know, yeah, for for the a flying saucer. For for yeah, for, they for, came for down with guys with hats and levers and shit. Yeah, right. That, that, that's, that's not the same. That's hard. That's hard to think. Around and moving and yes. Yeah. And that there was My one thing, there was one, there was one uh, that she, this just Oswald had said she's not really seeing UFOs, but she's calling them that, and to, that, she, that she could have been seeing a street light. There's, they, they, people are dismissing, there's some, there's a lot of dismissions. Philip Class got involved in this. And there is well, the. So, I mean, regardless of uh, Heineck and, you know, that kind of stuff and what their final say was on this right now the biggest thing they got going for them is they pretty much i mean if you're saying this they all you know something happened it's traumatic and they went into some other thing and thought it was something else just because it was so traumatic well how did they both i mean two people's brains (laughs) are not going to work exactly it's so similar that i don't believe that it's a story. I know. I don't believe it's made up story at all. So you're telling me two people hypnotized. Oh, and by the way, the by the by the way, the Grays, the Grays. Let's just let's just go back. The Grays also had Jimmy Durante noses. What? You know Jimmy Durante? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they blue lips, red eyes, Jimmy Durante noses, black outfits, motorcycle hats. <laughs> they watch a movie the night before in a hotel. This is the thing, right? These do somebody have a lot of it, somebody making them. <laughs> these have there. There are a lot of very there. Are, there are increasing similarities between everything we see in everyday life, and then we transport them to the fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, it's now we don't know what happened to him during his time, and I don't think I don't think anybody, at least I have not read anything except for later on in Betty's life. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I don't think there's anything that anyone has said from the, you know, these are all reputable people that are that are doing this experiment. You know, Benjamin Simon's hypnotherapist, or you know, right, Ivy League credentials, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. None of them ever, none yeah. of them ever, ever 
come to the conclusion that the hills themselves are con men or shifty or yeah, right. anything like that. That it was made up at all. They truly believe it. You know, that this so this is something. Right. Now, one could say that the whole point is that the regressive hypnosis implanted false memories into their head from Betty's dreams. And Betty's dreams were also known to Barney Hill. And that Barney took those dreams into his subconscious, and then those created the links of this lost time. Yes. Right, because he's hearing her talk, talk about her dreams. And, and then he links, then they all link together. And because they're, yeah. they're, these aren't two people that didn't know each other. I mean, they're, they're living each other for two years, two, three years before this, during this happening. And they're, and they're trying to figure this out. And they're going to the UFO conferences. They're going, they're meeting these people. They're, they're doing the reports. They're, they're creating this structure outside of this hypnosis that's already the story. And all they need to do is fill it up with what happened in those two hours. You're gonna have to give me a whole lot more evidence on this one. But the but the <laughs> now, saying. but the big question is, is what happened within that time? They uh, got Mickey'd, got lost because they were tripping on somebody's acid or something that they Mickey'd them with back then. I don't know. And uh, they, uh, it's all in their head. It's a possibility. I mean, look. If I took you out there in the middle of nowhere and we're driving down a car and I make you with a hit of acid, I took one. You know, I mean, two hours later, we may be going, what the? <laughs> I, saw, I saw aliens in a ship with windows, wearing biker hats, pulling levers. And they took us up there and uh, stuck a needle in, uh, and that's, you know, stuck a needle in her navel and uh, took some sperm. <laughs> uh, again if somebody stuck a needle in your navel you'd certainly think there'd be some uh maybe i've got an infection uh it, this really hurts um I, I don't know you would think if they're taking the care to if they're taking the care Stop. to wipe your memories that they might have some and kind send of healing them home power. with a neosporin a little bit of something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe a prescription. <laughs> I don't know. Here's a script. Pick it up at Rite Aid. <laughs> but you would also think if they just didn't, if they just, but if they also just didn't really care enough to, you know, send you back that bit. Like, okay, well, we're just going to make up a couple little stories, send these people out of their way. They take a lot of time to, they take a lot of, they, they take a lot of time and effort to hide their, hide themselves, yet not hide right. themselves all the way. They're cool with you seeing the ship and the and the windows, but not cool with you being inside it. <laughs> yeah, they seem to have a problem with that. Like what you would think you would do is just wipe everything out <laughs> before the ship if you can selective memories that way. So you Betty, go back to the physical stuff. Well, Barney dies, and so we know that that's that that's a stress. No, we can't. You know, I don't. You yeah, know, you, he had an aneurysm, and you can't. Really, you know, there's no real way to know that it, this incident. Was the right. catalyst for his death, or that he was just a guy who, at that time, died, which wouldn't seem that unfamiliar or unex- unexceptional. Right. And Betty goes Be on. Betty goes on to live a long life till eighty-five, and at some point talks about how she sees many UFOs, fleets of them. Oh, stop it! Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> No, I think she's. I, I think she goes off a little. She goes a little sideways. So you're saying that for years after, then she continues to say that she sees fleets of UFOs now. 
She's had dreams about fleets of UFOs. She has seen fleets of UFOs. <laughs> now the dreams, the dreams I can, the dreams I can see because maybe you see a whole bunch of you accentuated your your mind's way of coping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there remains the question, though, that while Carl Sagan even he he was he was not on board with it, but he did appreciate he was that not. he was not on board with it, but he did appreciate that it was the first abduction okay. in the modern you know kind of that kind of in the modern times of UFOs. So it's significant in that way, and it is it is a compelling story. But Just, he calls BS on a lot of the stuff. Well, I, you know, it's hard to find. Anybody? It's not anybody, but it's hard to find people that aren't very close to wanting this to be a linchpin of saying, "Okay, so now look at this is the first one. These are normal people. It shows extraordinary circumstances. This has got to be objective truth." And it's hard to find people that aren't outside of that that are you know that can see and think and go, "Man, I don't know. This there's just something." There's something off, or maybe there's something off because it's so extraordinary that something is off. Or maybe it's just the mind works in mysterious ways. It is two people, though. Although they are the two people that sleep together every night. Now, if you gave me Dan, True. if you gave me Dan from accounting, I, and and the guy who runs the guy who's uh, working the local store, and they both saw something separately, and and were inside the ship together, and then said, "Hey, oh my God, I remember that guy from being inside the ship." Now that would I'd be like, I'd be like, "Holy shit, that's something." Again, I go back again. We spoke about it the last time. Is if we're going to talk about the story, I have, I, I, there's so much more to believe about the Travis Walton abduction than this one is what I see. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe. I, I, the more we talk about it, the less I believe in any of this, them, this story. I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd like I'd like this to, I'd like this to be kind of a cultural point that showed this, but just it seems okay. So you, I guess we can go with two. Here's here's like two or three different things. What's what's more likely? What's more likely is that these people were picked up out of aliens that all seem like pop culture from recently watched TV shows that they watched, and yeah. and that they did this through regression and there are entities that went in and showed them a star map to play with their dentures that didn't understand how to wear clothing, that seemed to be that advanced, but had yet fumbled towards their basic understanding of how linen works. Maybe they don't have that in uh, Zeta Reticuli. I don't know. <laughs> but that seems, well, again, that, seems be, that seems extraordinary. Cave, yeah, they could be cavemen who figured out how to, um, you know, go somewhere else. Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like, if it's true at all. Well, really want to believe yeah, it. it kind of it kind of sounds like the village people go on to go on to a, sh- a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, it's, but again, their minds. They, 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 you know, you look at compared to now, we see this stuff on TV. All you know, show TV. Back then, there was not TV shows about. Uh, I don't think in nineteen sixty one. No, but this is the point: the outer limits that just had, that just had aired at that time has the exact same kind of looking alien in it. That They're alien. Always the same. Well, no, they don't. At that time, no. I mean, at that time, at that time it's a whole bunch of creatures of the black lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't have that kind of we got we got kind of a Mars attacked. We got that kind of stuff. Not yeah. Mars attacked. But this, I'll show you over the screen if you can see it. Oh yeah. 
That is oh, the yeah. Outer Limits alien. Well, that sounds more like what they're describing. It sounds very much like what they're describing. Exactly. Somewhat not human. And but not. You also, we, also have to, we also have to take consideration that there aren't a lot of these things out there, and they make a big impact. I mean, you're talking about, you know, you think back to War of the Worlds. People thought that shit was going on. What year was that? War of the Worlds was radio yeah, with Orson Welles. That's got to be like 40s. the 40s. I think it's like the 40s. All right, so see, there's still, and Roswell was in the 50s. Well, so 47, 47 for Roswell. Yeah, all right, 47. But we're we're not at the point where you know we're not we we've got space aliens we've got things like that but we don't really see the grays come out of the scene in pop culture Listen, until then. The Twilight Zone was on TV. <laughs> I'll do the fifties talking about aliens and yeah yeah I mean there were some there's they, they, and, and and her sister had seen a UFO on multiple times. You know, well, Betty. Although I, on, in a in her in her in her obituary for the L.A. Times, she does say that she uh-huh. does not believe that people, a lot of people, get abducted by UFOs because that would be thousands of people a day. If and she kind of scoffs at how many people, uh, you know, the, all the people that have said abducted, they say they can't be getting abducted, which could also be her trying to validate her experience as being exceptional all over all above or over other people's. Now I say other stuff without knowing Betty Hill outside of reading reading you know the books. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean podcast videos, things I, like that. I do feel her niece is uh, in it for the money. <laughs> Obviously. Well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think well, it, it's certainly it certainly is nice to have that job, but you know, she she was a uh, probably 12, 13 years old when this happened. That. And she believes it, and yeah. it led her on a quest to try to, you know, validate this or validate other kind of phenomena. I just this this is this was a particularly interesting to me because I did not, I do not personally. I thought this would, I know, I was. This is the kind of story that you want to believe. Oh, I'd love to, but I, again, I believe that, which I'm sure someday we'll talk about. But from what I know about the Travis Walton one, I believe it way more. There's way more, again, no physical evidence stuff, but more people, more stories, more the same, longer disappearance. I don't know. Well, I will tell you the Zeta Reticula. But then again, if the Travis Walton one is true, that means this is 100% possible. Well, possible, yes, but, you know, perhaps. But, okay, in 1974, an issue of astronomy, and they had the Zeta Reticula incident, and... The guy wrote an article about it, and then after it was found out, it nearly, it nearly, it nearly shelved the magazine because it had just, it, it seems, it was so absurd. <laughs> it seemed ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and in that, in in and in, in the in the circles of astronomy magazine, which has become to be one of the you know the largest astronomy for that for people that are into that, it is often known as the Zeta Reticuli incident, where they publish a star match from from a UFO that turned out not to be accurate. <laughs> So they don't believe any of it, though. Well, I, I you know, we, 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 I think we would know. I mean, obviously now we would know. There's a lot of skeptics if it's there that that can poke holes in a lot of things, and we've you know poked fun and poked holes in, in, in quite a bit of this. Now, is it possible that all of this is the doing of the Zeta Reticulans that they shelve the memories that they sent this poor couple on their way? Gave them a gave them a shitty idea of a map, and almost yeah. a book. 
and then that was it for him. I mean, by the now, possible by by now, don't we have like a uh, some telescope that's got to be a whole lot closer to that by now to be able to look at it? There are there you can see comparative issues of it, and it, and it does look close, but there's a lot of stars in the sky. Yeah. And what we're saying is we're we're noticing that these stars do not kind of react the same way you would think of stars that would have habitable stuff on it. Now that's only if it's habitable to us, because we can only look at what we know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fantastic if what was that? We're looking at a. 60, 60, almost 70 years ago? Yeah. No. Yeah, 70 years. So 1961, 40, 40, 20, 60, 60, 60, 62, 62 years. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a time. Yeah, and, and, and and less and less is then less and less will come out of it unless, of course, an alien comes back down and goes, oh, the hills? Oh, yeah, I know them. <laughs> I met them you just know? yesterday. Oh, yeah, man. That Betty, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she tried. No she's like, she's like Betty. Betty, that chick tried to steal my book. <laughs> tried to steal the book, the book of lovers. Yeah. <laughs> and how to make a cool alien hat. <laughs> right there, see lovers, windows, hats. Come no. on. No. And if you're gonna and if you're gonna plant false memories about ships with windows and stuff, then do a little better. <laughs> although maybe yeah. although maybe they did well maybe that you know maybe all this is but think yeah. of it this way i mean they only knew a le- uh, levers and hats like that back i mean betty and barney did right I mean, no that's not. that's a, that's <laughs> that's kind of one of the problems is there is is when you is when you talk about making up memories that you're going to fill in memories from a from a from a time <laughs> yeah. the same of what was going on then well some of these some of these memories are made from i mean some of this hypno- hypnosis stuff is developed because of uh, you know PTSD and war, yeah. that when traumatic experiences happen, people would lose time because they would not, you know, your your mind naturally takes over and stops those things, and will and will and will and will get rid of those memories so that you don't you know, like a car wreck, or birth, or whatever. You know, there's people so that they just the, the, their minds put the hats on them, <laughs> or their <laughs> minds their minds their, their minds cut something off in the time that they were gone. And replaced it with something else. Because I would think, I would think anything, all this, all this stuff that we talked about, right? Let's say an alien, interdimensional, somebody comes down or out of somewhere and they pick somebody up. There's a good chance you don't even know what the fuck they look like. You can't even imagine what they look like. You can't imagine what the ship looks like. You can't even understand what it would, what it would be. So maybe you make up that in your mind and. This horrific experience becomes biker aliens and books and star maps and things like that. Their mind can think War of the Worlds. I mean, the movie was out. There was a spaceship. Things They were talking about flying saucers. Nowadays, the stuff that they see now and the stuff that they say, you know, these Navy pilots and all that that they see seem more uh, believable. They don't look like a flying saucer. They're whatever different shit no it changes you know. so does that mean does that mean that we're seeing whatever we perceive to see right and that be. that culture where we go where we see grays or we see fairies or we see yep. unicorns or mermaids or whatever is it is it a like whole culture thing or something's real or something's not is there an infinite an infinite amount of possibilities that's a those are all questions that are raised by these kinds of stories and 
the writings and stuff did she like she said she saw writings or i don't know things like that did she write and show any of those to say what she saw well i mean I she just with. they have the 10 hours they have i think it's like the 10 sessions 10 sessions of recording that you can watch on youtube you can read in the book captured and you know to me it's i don't know it's 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 not super convincing <laughs> right i mean there's a lot of stories about that the, the one in the I don't know, in England or whatever at the at the military base. Oh, the Rendlesham? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. That's, yeah, that's a cool one, too. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, so they he, he's, you know, he's writing, you know, showing you what he saw, stuff like that. So none of this happened from her, that she is saying, this is what I saw. This is the diagram of other than the stars. I mean, because that story in England, he can, you know, there are, He's almost showing. I mean, there's he's drawing you, showing you what he saw on the side of this thing. But Betty has none of that. No, and other uh, than a star system that they showed. <laughs> well, there is a there is a sketch of one of the aliens, and the sketch is so bad. <laughs> Stick figure. <laughs> no, it's it's either it's either an alien, a clam, or a gentleman with an aggressive forehead. So she's not an artist. So Cro-Magnon, <laughs> Alien, or some other guy. And they got her like a courtroom sketch artist. You know? Yeah, right. So let me see what they look like. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? Why did they let her draw it? Well, I think it was Barney the Druid. <laughs> oh, because they also, you know, they well, she drew the star map. Better. The star map was drawn. Uh, drawn. <laughs> the star map yeah, was drawn yeah. in a uh, in what is. Um, which is like remote writing, not remote writing. It's a, it's where you write when you're uh, when you're in a trance. Okay. And you can draw stuff, and it comes directly from your supposedly from your subconscious or your hypnotic hypnotically regressed mind. <laughs> Which all seems, and you know, it's it, it. They don't really lead him, and this Benjamin Simon does not was was not a big proponent of, of UFOs when he started this. And but you've got Stanton Friedman. You know, well, he's up in a lot of stuff. That's his job. That is his job, <laughs> right? but he's you know, but he's also he's he's also debunked some things, not as much as he probably should have, and he has and he's got caught with and he got you know before his well he's passed away since. But he got <laughs> caught he got caught with a with a few fantastic stories that seem to be less than fantastic. That he believed. Yes. But I think that's one of the I think that's one of the crux of uh you know the the real big Achilles heel of right. many UFO researcher cryptids or paranormal is that the very first thing they do is want to believe so desperately that they're willing to overlook pretty easy signs. <laughs> they had biker hats on and were pulling levers. <laughs> I mean. So what? What is his his take on this story? That's what I want to know. What's his final call? Who's that? Friedman. Oh, Stan Friedman believed it totally. He wrote the. He helped write a book. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I know he was. He, he's down with the hills. You know, many of them. Many there are many uh, debunkers. There are a lot of supporters, and there are people that think if you look at all the evidence, the preponderance of well, not evidence, the preponderance of their story, and how it matches up that 
you know, they're like, it's a no-brainer. It's, it's It had to have happened. But I think it's, I don't know, to me it's less likely. It's less likely that it happened. Yeah. It'd be real cool. It'd be real cool. Okay. And it, it, it's on the border, though. I mean, you, I could... I could get pushed one way with some information, and then you get other information where you go, ah, I don't know, man. That's a trick. Yeah, that's that's we- not Two two weeks ago, I was convinced that this was probably something that happened. Till the deeper you dig, I call that I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know but what they mean. That that doesn't mean that uh, some of the other stuff didn't happen. But it's strange that they have the same stories, though. No, it is, and it's you listen. Know. I, there, there's something. Okay, I think we can. I think we can agree something happened within that time. Not only them having the same stories, them having the same stories as other people over the last how many years? You know, before, after. Well, I, well that's. I, guess there isn't I mean, it could be, but that's a chicken and egg situation, isn't it? Yeah. You know, did I they know. did they have this story, and other people said, "Oh, I like that story," and I'm going to incorporate that into my experience, or was that an experience that has crossed over to many people? And you can see it in other cultures, so I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm not going to throw out. You know, I'm not going to throw the baby with the bathwater and say that this just started off and everybody else is just copycatting off that. Because I don't know that that's the case. Um, that's why I think we should talk about the Travis Walton sometimes. So. Oh no, we're going to no. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's no. That's a, I really want to believe that one. I no, that's really a big. Do. That's a that's a big ticket one that we're gonna, we're going to get into here in a few weeks. I really do. I don't. As far as abductions go, although he, I did listen to some podcasts, you know, from him, it's probably, a, <laughs> it's probably Art Bell or something, but, you know, it was after the movie was made and he, you know, he, he's looked at the movie and he's like, oh, good Lord. No, no, because watch the movie, you read the stories and read everything about it and you may want to believe, watch the movie and you just go, oh, bullshit. <laughs> you know, the movie's not good. I'm really more... I'm really more perplexed by his haircut than anything else. No, he's great. Well, come on, man. He's a he's a logger. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Change it, change it over thirty years, dude. Get get some update. Give me a faux hawk. Do something. He's dead, he's dead now. <laughs> no, Travis Walton's not dead. Yes, he is. What? Yeah, yeah. Look it up. I am looking it up right now. He died uh, recently, the last year, I thought. Yeah, he is. Oh, they, look at you! Look him up, and it calls him an actor. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what that's about. That's a. Uh, I don't see him as dying. Me, he's dead. I don't either. I'm telling you. He's... I don't think so. It says uh, born yeah. well, November they... November fifth, nineteen seventy five. Yeah, I'm telling you. Or no, maybe that's November while he was working. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm telling you. Because. Uh, well, I thought I just saw him on something not too long ago. Oh, good lord! He's. Oh, let's see. Uh... Anyways, we'll look that up. Oh, you're gonna look it up because I'm telling you, he died. No, I'll, we'll look it up. Anyhow, so I think with this one, we're kind of on the agreement that it'd be nice if it was, it was nice if it was true, but it seems a little bit suspect. <laughs> it seems a lot suspect. Okay, anymore. a lot suspect. It does. It does <laughs> I really seem wanted to believe. It no. didn't happen. <laughs> Although I Which will, is sad because <laughs> although I will say I'm happened, not, I'm not, believed it, so. I'm not hundred percent convinced that they didn't believe it. Right, I'm convinced that they believed it. I think this was, a, I think this I is objectively true to them. Absolutely, or subjectively, whatever you want to say. And I uh, totally, I totally agree with that. They believed it. I do not. They do. But if they believe it, then you hey, know. 
Hey, there's a uh, documentary on Discovery Plus. You can watch it out. Watch it anytime you want. It's good. No, there's and they have the they is, uh, the Discovery Plus one has them in it with with by the way with some creepy actors. Oh yeah, I was watching. They had a, the Betty Hill actor, and they just she just turned and looked towards the camera, and I got like Manson flashbacks. But the niece is on that. <laughs> oh yeah, I know she is. Well, she's everywhere. The, everywhere the Barney, or everywhere the Barney or Betty Hill story is, she's there. Yeah, like podcast after no, podcast, it's interview after interview. I'm gonna say they believed it. Uh, unfortunately, I do not. I will. I guess I'll never watch another documentary about it again because we know everything there is to know, and uh, we know a lot. No, well, no. We got a, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty good rounded view of what this is just by researching it. It's, uh, and man, I wanted to believe this. I want to believe this really. I really do, but it just, it's tough. And by the way, even when you get into Travis Walton, and I'm going to say the same thing. Where's the DNA? You took the motherfucker on a ship for five goddamn days, and you're saying there's not a speck of DNA on him. On a shoe, on something. Although they did say he did come, he was found naked or something. In a, I don't know. They took his clothes. They covered the tracks that time. Well, there we are. Abduction. Benny and Barty Hill. I did see a, a fun, a fun piece of news. A fun, a fun, uh, a bit of clip. That there was a NASA paper that just came out that said perhaps there's no aliens anywhere in the universe. Oh, I saw that. You talked about that before. No, not this. This is a different one. No, another one. Not that not that no they just don't contact us because our stars are interesting, but this is the this is the one that says, and this is I've heard this right. theory before, and it's a fairly popular theory, is that maybe there's no one out there because at some point everybody just kills themselves. Well, I believe in that one, but I'm not saying that you won't find something that someone was there. No, 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 no that's not Correct. the case. I'm saying that they're saying that eventually. Overpopulation, yeah. technology, everything overtakes everything, and everybody kills yep. each other, or just burns the sky out, whatever. Well, that's a big uh, belief on planet Earth, right? They say that you could. It's, I believe in that quite a bit, to be honest with you. It's, we're not. We're not the first. We're probably the, you know, second or third. Well, there's another thing we got to talk you know. about. Another, another, another episode. We're going to talk about is a, uh, you know. The ancient alien, not the ancient alien, I shouldn't say that. Another episode we're going to talk about is like Graham Hancock and civilizations that predate the Younger Dryas and uh, like 12,000 BC. Right now he's got it. Good, good to a, talk about. There's a Netflix. I, I saw it. Netflix with Graham Hancock I, I coming binge, out now. I, I, I binge watched the whole damn thing. Oh, did you? Because I love it. I still got to watch no, that. I so. love it. Because I, I, I like him. Uh, you know. Well, I read I read a few of his I read a few a few of his books, yeah. and they are fascinating and they are fun and uh, you know I I'm on I'm on board I think it's impossible that oh again you know, it goes it goes for back b- billions castle, billions right? of billions somebody, of years billions, how did somebody build it like that <laughs> well no just but billions of years and now we're we're talking about that just in this little yeah. space that we're meteors hit asteroids right, comets in, stuff happens. Totally so I think I think I think the idea that the civilization built on top of civilization built on top of the civilization is possible. Absolutely, watch the Netflix thing. It is really it's good. I will. You know he goes all over to the different places that he talks about and stuff. You know, if you follow anything he does, he goes to all the places and, and that kind of fun stuff. Of course, Joe Rogan makes his appearance on the on uh, the uh, of course. Netflix show. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that sums up Betty and Barney Hill. We'll get to uh, we'll get to the next one. I don't know what that's going to be for the next time, but it's going to be something uh, something fun. I don't know. Maybe a ghost. Ghost. <laughs> ghost. <laughs> maybe you got evidence of that. Maybe a poltergeist. We'll see what we can dig up. There's a lot of stories. We 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 just we just done a couple big ones. Now we're gonna get in some. I don't know. We'll get in. What do you want to do? You want to do UFO? You want to do ghosts? You want to do a Bigfoot? Didn't we talk about Bigfoot? Yeah, we don't. No, no. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Let's do Bigfoot. All right. Yeah, let's change it up. Let's do Bigfoot. Okay, I'll figure out what Bigfoot episode we got to do next, and we will do this next time. And that will be. The end of paranormal nonsense. I am Jason. That is Brent. I will see you next time. See you.